0: Well, welcome
1: everybody. Hope everyone is having a great week. It is a spectacular day here in the New York area. We hope the same for you. It feels like we've gone from winter to summer. It's uh, in the 80 degree mark where we are. It's hard to believe at this time of year in the New York area and be that that hot. But hey, we'll take it. With that being said, if you are new to Sustainable Success, you found us here at the Voice American Influencers Channel. There is going to be some changes, however, Let but all good. We are moving over to the Business Channel at the end of this month. So our next, our show on, actually not the next show, but the show at the end of the month, April 27th, will be airing at a new time at 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. East Coast time, 12 to 1 Pacific Standard Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Again, we could also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, as well as our Facebook page at Sustainable Success. 2017. There you'll listen to many of our great guests that we had over the years, sharing their words of wisdom and insights that help move your business and personal success to the next level. If you have any questions or would like to see any type of new content that you haven't seen here before, feel free to reach out to me personally at chris at christophersalem.com. We'd be more than happy to entertain what's important to you and seeing if others like yourself are looking for that type of content so we can make sure to find the subject matter experts that can align best to help move you and your level of influence to the next level. Today's show is being brought to you today by Biz Explosion Conferences. They are putting on the uh, event called the Achieve Biz Explosion Conference, June 9th through the 10th in Denver, Colorado. And I can personally attest that this event and this organization puts on fantastic (laughs) conferences, not only to meet great people and collaborate, but you can also generate business from it which is usually very rare from a lot of networking type groups I've been to. This conference is gonna be bringing in uh, quality speakers from around the country to help move your business to the next level. And I'm gonna love uh, being part of it as being the keynote uh, serving here to kick off the event on how to a- elevate your profit and revenue acceleration to the next level, thus increasing your net profit margin and to now make you- give you more options your- in your business to take to the next level. Feel free to check them out at AchieveBizConferences.com. That's AchieveBiz, B-I-Z, conferences.com. Again, a wonderful group and definitely worth checking out if you're looking to take your business to the next level. Well, we got a great show for you today. As I mentioned, as we always do, we're going to be talking about an interesting topic here. So if any of you are investors, this is a show for you to tune in. And we hope that you will also share this particular show with your colleagues and friends because this is an area that oftentimes been around for a long time. Matter of fact, it's been around for, before man even stepped on the planet. But with that being said, there you're going to learn about some from a, a gentleman that really understands this area and how this investment can really be a great part of a, a, a strategy, a part of your portfolio, and really help you to achieve the very things that you're looking to do. We're going to be talking about invest in land because they're not making any more of it. Yes how you can look at land as an investment and actually prosper from it. Well, we're going to be talking today with Brad Warren. He's recognized as a national and international speaker, author, seminar leader, and business coach. He has traveled to 19 foreign countries and 27 of the United States over the last 40 years, teaching a wide range of business courses, including time management, communication skills, lead generation, and negotiation skills. He has also coached over 500 plus business owners on goal setting and accomplishment, business planning and implementation, and how to be the most effective, uh, be more effective and productive. He was the 2014 recipient of the Bay East Association of Realtors Affiliate of the Year Award, and author of Just Sold: The Real Estate Professional's Guide to Selling More in Less Time. He has spoken at the National Association of Realtors in 2016 and 2017 at their annual conventions on Time Block Your Way to Success with less stress, and also certified to teach the one thing based on the national bestseller of the same name with Gary Keller and Jay Papsin. After 40 years as a business coach and speaker and trainer, Brad has transitioned his new career into land as a land banking consultant, helping patient investors build generational wealth by investing in land. And without further ado, we welcome Brad Warren to the
2: show. Brad, how are you doing today? Doing very well, and what what an intro! I mean, it's like, have I really done all that stuff? I, I guess I guess I have. <laughs> well, you
1: have, and it's it's very evident. And you you and I, Brad, have had you know uh, discussions personally. You've been on another show of mine in the past, and you know this is an interesting area because this is an area that you know it's not that it's new. You know, this is something that's been around for. A, a long, long, long time. You know the people like the Rockefellers and the and the Rothschilds and all these names that you know people know that are multi-multi billionaires that so-called run the world, so to speak. Don't know about this, but let's talk about land and why is that a, a great investment?
2: Well, uh, I, I want to add Bob Hope's name to that list as well. Most people know yes. him as an entertainer, but they don't realize the vast majority of his fortune was made by investing in land all down in Southern California. So it's it's a great investment and not a lot of people understand it because they confuse land banking with land speculation. Land speculation is buying dirt, buying land, and then praying and hoping that somebody's going to come along and want that land to build something on it. Land banking is where you Buy land that is strategically placed in the path of growth. So that requires a lot of research, and a lot of due diligence, and a lot of risk mitigation. So you find land that's in the path of growth, and then you get it when it's cheaper. I won't say cheap because our minimum investment is twenty five thousand. So you know that's in the world of investing, that's pretty pretty cheap. But Pretty I'll just, cheap. Yeah, I'll, absolutely. Yeah, I'll, I'll just say it's less expensive than some other real estate investments. And you buy it and your end r- result, your your exit strategy is to sell that land to a developer and then let the developer have all the headaches about permitting and city councils that they have to deal with and and digging trenches and putting down concrete and all that. That's their problem. You just want to buy the land while it's inexpensive, wait, and then sell it to a developer.
1: Wow, that's fabulous. Yeah. So I mean, think about it. And 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 a lot of times, like you said, there's a lot of due diligence here. And and with with the world that we live in, we, you know, we got so many things going on and there's so much information. It can be quite overwhelming. And this is where I guess, you know, why this is so important with somebody like yourself that understands this particular area, that you can help investors navigate this space and be able to flush out you know, what is, what, you know, what, what could be good for them? What may not be good for them? The the whole risk mitigation that you talked about, because like, obviously, you know, not, you know, every piece of land is going to be the right, right opportunity. So it's just really flushing out what's really important. Can you talk about the process that somebody could take if they're considering for the first time looking at land as a
2: part of their investment portfolio? Well, the obvious answer, Chris, is hire us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I I say that a little bit jokingly, but I'm very, very serious about it. Our company company has an entire department called the Research and Acquisition Department. And all they do all day long, what they're doing now while you and I are chatting, is they are going out and trying to find land that meets our very high standard. We have something, it's called a 16-point comprehensive analysis. And it's a little checklist. And every piece of land that our company looks at, that the research and acquisition department looks at, has to get 16 yes check marks or we reject it. So you can imagine with with the bar that high, we only buy one out of every 30 properties we look at. So that's a little over 3%. So for every 100 properties that we look at, we buy three. We reject 97 because for one reason or another, they don't meet our high standard. They're not in the path of growth or there's something wrong with maybe a utility easement so you can't develop the land. Maybe it's in a sensitive environmental area, which means there's a red-legged toad or a tortoise or some endangered species on it, Species on it, and that prevents you from developing. So there's a, a whole list. In fact, on that list of 16 uh, points, five have to do with maps. We have maps that the city and county of Los Angeles don't even own. They have to call us when they have a land use issue because they want to know, Brad, the city of Los Angeles is about to do XYZ over at this location. And we need to know, is there something about that piece of land that we don't know? And so we'll go look it up on one of our maps. In fact, (laughs) some of our maps, Chris, I've seen them. They're on microfiche. Now, I don't know how old your audience members are, but I see you smiling. Oh microfiche, yeah. 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 I mean that would, that's back that's back to my grade school days or even exactly. Even maybe middle school. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. When I was growing up in New York back in the sixties. To do research, you'd go to the library, you'd sit down at the overhead projector, you'd pull out the microfiche, you'd put it on the projector, then you'd move it around and find a little square on that little uh, piece of plastic that had the information that you needed. Well, we have maps that are on microfiche that nobody else on the planet owns except us. So when I talk about risk mitigation and due diligence, don't try to do this on your own. <laughs> we We do it for you. And when we find a piece of property and we buy it, by the way, our company does buy the land first with its own money. So we put our own money up first because we know that this is an excellent piece of property to sell to one of our investors. And then they, in turn, will sell it to the end user.
1: Well, that that's interesting to know that, that you got skin in the game. And that's what I love about what you just stated there because- you know obviously risk is a major you know thing that a lot of times people are afraid of but in this case you, you got this 16 point checklist that you go through and you got sitting in the game because you've done that and and now you got you put you've invested yourself and now you're turning around and, and you know you can offer that now to an investor and more likely that that they if they have connections or certain people that they could send it to you know they could sell it to a developer market up that type of thing to move forward wow that's that's very interesting. Cause I, I never I never thought, you know, thought I've ever seen that before. And other types of investments, which which is fantastic.
2: Well, land banking is one of the best kept secrets in the real estate world as far as I can tell. I had never heard about it uh until I met Marcella Silva. She's my land banker. That's what I call her. She's actually now my business partner. But I met her about 14, 15 years ago, maybe more than that. And she talked about it in the networking group that I was in. And I heard her speak about it week after week after week. And it took almost two and a half or three years before I finally took the first step to invest myself. Because at that point, it was like, eh, not really sure. 25000 five it's just dirt. It's just dirt. I mean, it it just, it took a while for it to kind of hit me upside the head and realize this was an excellent opportunity. So I invested, this would have been in night in uh, 2012 when I got my first property. And then I got a second one and a third one and then my wife bought a couple uh, and then we bought six more after that. So we actually own 11 properties, almost 40 acres that we control, 1.7 million square feet of, of developable land. And we're very excited about it. We're very comfortable yeah. about, uh, if we don't get to use all the money that we'll make by selling, uh, our daughter will be a very wealthy woman and she'll be very happy.
1: Exactly. Like you said, you could, in a way you could create a legacy from, you know, how you, again, the strategy. And I love the fact that, again, there there seems to be a lot of, a lot of research and, you know, and that you, you mitigate the risk every step of the way. And I think in today's world with people not able, there's so much information to process things when they can get, find somebody like yourself that they can trust that can get this information and explain to them in layman terms, it makes it that process more, more efficient and more enjoyable for them as well, that they can have fun in this process of being part of this and, you know, owning their first land uh
2: in this case and then what it, what it can become from there. Yeah. And, and, and it's. It's lazy persons investing, which was one of the things that attracted me to it as well. I've invested, Chris, in so many different things. Strip malls, single family residences, apartment syndications, gas station, raw land where I was not successful because the company didn't do the the risk mitigation to the level that this company does. Uh, So I've been there, done that, made money, lost money. And when I found this, Uh, I became an investor. I I guess I didn't even finish the the earlier story uh, because sometimes I get get lost in my own words. Yeah, that's fine, no worries. But I I started out as an investor. Then my wife joined me and, and we bought all those properties. Then I became what's called a finder, which is a person who refers business to Marcella. And she would pay me finder's fees, which was wonderful. And then eventually I got my real estate license and Marcella invited me to join her team as a real estate agent on her team, actually selling the land now. And that's what I've been doing for the last five years. And I left a very successful business coaching practice. I was a real estate business coach for a little over 40 years. And uh, you don't leave a career that that's all you've done your entire adult life unless there's some promise of the next thing being even better. And fortunately, it has been and it has turned out to be wonderful. I love what I do. I, I get excited about it. I feel like a kid in a candy shop and I get to help people become very, very wealthy. And they like that. So it's a kind of a win-win-win for everybody.
1: Yeah, no I, no doubt about it. And what would be some of the things that you could share, Brad, like in terms of, you know, when looking at land, like, you know, what would be some of the things that we could be looking for? Is this going to be for maybe perhaps for resident residential neighborhoods, maybe apartment complexes, townhouses? Could this be uh, solar, you know, certain types of tech, you know, business like where there could be business development. What, what, what would be some things that what you uh, people should, could be looking for and how
2: the land can be developed? Well, first thing, let's do a little education, which is something our company spends a lot of time doing. There's five different kinds of zonings for land starting at the least expensive down at the bottom would be non-residential agricultural, which would be a farm of some kind. That's also where the solar goes. We call it green real estate or green energy real estate. Next up from that is residential. So that's where KB Homes or Lenar Homes comes in and builds 500 houses in a gated community. Then you have industrial, which is where they're going to put warehouses and storage facilities, things like that. Then you get into commercial, which would be apartment buildings, office buildings, things like that. And finally, at the very top, the most expensive land is mixed use. And that's a combination, like a shopping center. It it could be uh, some housing and some retail and kind of like that. So things go from least expensive to most expensive. Uh, And then when you're working with us, you just tell us your price range and we tell you what's going to be available in that price range. If you don't like solar, if you don't believe in it for some reason, then we'll find you something else. So it's it's more up to the investor to to pick the range that they feel comfortable investing the amount, and then we'll find the type of property that will fit into that investment range.
1: Hmm. Wow, that's interesting. Like you said, a mixed use, like where, <clears throat> like you said, it could be like a, a a a community in in within an already existing community, like maybe just a subset. You know, you've seen right. that a lot of times, you know, even though that some of those have been around for a while, but this, you know, there are things that, that can be be new in that case. So that's very interesting to hear. I know you got more to share in this and I know we're going to have to be going to break here shortly, but can you summarize again, you know, the, for those that have just joined, you know, maybe halfway through, summarize a little bit what you talked about earlier with the process and how you go about, you know, helping people
2: to do this. So if you could do that in about You know, 30, 40 seconds for the listeners. Basically, the first thing people have to do is get educated. So we have a presentation. It's one hour. They have to watch that before they're even allowed to give us money. I can't take money from people until they first get educated about land banking. After they've watched that and they still want to learn more, then they would do a Zoom call with me. So I have clients all over the world now because of Zoom. And I answer all the rest of the questions that they have. And when they're finally, when they've had every question answered and they're begging me, they want, definitely want to buy land. Then we introduce them to Marcella. They get to meet her. They tell us how much they want to invest. And then we go and find them a property, a parcel of land that matches that investment range. And that's a whole nother process we can talk about later.
1: Well, yes, let's definitely do that. Again, we are talking about investing land because they're not making any more of it. If you just joined us again you'll be learning you can listen to the show and it's tired to here later today uh we're with brad warren we got to go to break everybody we'll be right back
0: Again, that's one 472 5795 or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Well,
1: welcome back, everybody. If you're just joining us, we're talking today about investing in land because they're not making any more of it. This is about investing in land, land banking concepts. And this is a very interesting topic. Again, if you're just joining us, you can listen to this show in its entirety Here later today on the Voice America Influencers Channel, soon to be business channel. uh, And we encourage you to do that. There is a wealth of information that our guest, Brad Warren, has been sharing. And you're going to get an opportunity to find out more about Brad later and where you can contact him for any uh, consultation or just to connect. We'll be doing that here later. So, Brad, you had shared some really, you know, some really the foundation of what, what land banking and land investing is all about in the first segment can we talk a little bit about the more of the process, like what, you know, uh, what an investor would, would do and what are some of the, the expected rate of return on investment and the things that they would be looking for and that what you would be providing them every step of the way within that process?
2: Sure. So the process basically, as I alluded to right before the break, is first and foremost, we educate. You're not even allowed to invest with us, Chris, until you've seen Marcella's, we call it Land Banking 101, uh, uh, euphemistically, just Land Banking 101. We don't know what else to call it. And it's about an hour, hour and a quarter presentation that she does. And in it, I would say 95% of the frequently asked questions get answered. Where's the land? How do you find it? Why that particular area? Uh, What's the minimum investment? Rate of return? Blah, 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 all that. That all gets explained in that presentation. But there are still maybe 5% of the questions that each individual might have, you know, very particular to their situation. Or maybe it's some very esoteric question that we didn't include. So the second step would be to hook up with me. I do Zoom calls. Uh, I have clients all over the world because of Zoom. It's really uh, very convenient. I, I stay home. I don't have to get dressed up. I don't have to pollute by driving my car. I don't have to get fat by taking people out to lunch and (laughs) consuming inordinate amounts of food. So they get on a zoom call. I answer every question that I possibly can. And then if they're still interested and they're kind of like, now they're starting to almost beg me for the lands. Like, okay, Brad, I I really want to buy some. Uh, We'll introduce them to Marcella if they want to meet her. Uh, We'll do a three-way zoom call. And then basically she ends that call by saying, by basically asking them two questions. Are you ready to invest? Yes, absolutely. Great. How much? What's your range? And people will give us a number between 25,000 and 2 million. That's the range that we can assist people with. So they give us a number, and then the process gets a little more uh, involved. Marcella then goes to Valore, and there's two, thing, two different paths that we would follow. She would say to Valore, uh, enterprises. That's the name of the company. Uh, Brad has a client. They want to invest $50,000. They're looking at uh, green energy, you know, some kind of solar farm. Uh, do we have anything in inventory? That's what we call the land that Valor already owns. They've already bought it. They've done all the risk mitigation. They've done all the due diligence, the 16-point checklist, and they've got some land in inventory. So they yank out a 49,000, 50, 51, you know, plus or minus a, a thousand. It can't always be exact. And they'll yank that out of inventory, which means it's now not available to anybody else. They give it to me. Actually, Marcella then does something called a property profile. She spends about three hours putting together a 30 minute video just on that piece of dirt. We send that video to the investor, the potential investor. They watch it. As soon as they're done watching it, they pick up the phone and they say, or they email me and they say, yes, I want that one. That's my property. It's got my name all over it. Uh, Marcella's closure rate actually is 100%. So then we say, okay, great. And then we take them through the process of the deposit receipt and all that other stuff and they sign a contract. And 21 days later, they close and they own it. They get a fee simple deal, a fee simple deed, a grant deed. They own the land. It's theirs. Um, we also pay for the title insurance. So that's a uh, one expense they don't have. If we oh, don't, oh, so that, that is covered. That's great. Yeah. That's included. The natural hazard disclosure report is included as well. The only thing uh, they pay is the price of the land plus an escrow fee. And that's pretty much any real estate deal is going to have an escrow fee. have that is, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, if we don't have something in inventory in that price range, or they might be second or third or fourth in line. They're going to have to wait. But if we don't have something, then the research and acquisition department is tasked with going out and finding a property in that price range. So now they have a very specific number that they have to try to find something that fits the fifty thousand plus or minus a couple of thousand, so that would be Got the it. second second way that they would find the list.
1: second way to do it, and and, and but there's still the same process that they did this, the the sixteen point checklist oh, yeah. against.
2: Oh yeah, and you know it could take a few days, it could take a few weeks. I had one client, the longest one of my clients ever had to wait was three months, and it was partly she was out of town, then Marcella was out of town, then I was out of town. We were all on vacation at different times. She also was in the price range that was the most popular at that time, which is the lower end, the 25 to 50,000. Uh, so she had to wait for several people in front of her to get their land. Uh, so that was the longest anybody's ever had to wait. Um, but that that's kind of the process, that's how it goes. Uh, and then they get the land and then, then after that, they wait. You have to be patient. I, I, I kind of joke with people, Christopher, when they say, well, Brad, who's your ideal client? I say, well, my ideal client has three basic qualities number one, they have to be nice. Number two, they have to be patient. And number three, they have to have at least 25000 in liquid available money that they're not going to need for, we tell people very conservatively, seven to 10 years. And if they fit those three criteria, then I can work with them. If they're not nice, not patient, and don't have the money, (laughs) bye-bye, have a nice day.
1: Exactly. And sometimes, like I said, like when you're looking at seven, 10 years, now you're you're looking at like long-term invest, like not that it's long, long, but it's, you know, longer than say a short-term, right. but instead of, you know, investing in a startup company where there could be a lot of unforeseen risks because, you know, they're, you know, we don't know if that owner or the founder is going to stay, stay put, or they're going to move on. And now everything is in jeopardy, but in this case, seven to 10 years, you got something again, it's land, it's not going anywhere. It can't like disappear like a business can disappear. Right. And it's just eventually a matter of time when something is going to be
2: looking to occupy that space that can be monetized on it. You've said it better than I could. It it really (laughs) is a matter of time. In fact, people say, well, what's the biggest risk in land banking? And we look at the person and say, you, the investor, becoming impatient. I'll give you a quick example, Chris. So this actually happened to me. So one of my newbies buys a $25,000 property, it's a solar property. And a year later, they get a hold of me and they say, Brad, what's happening with my land? I said, I'll I'll just call him Rick. I said, Rick, uh, it's only been a year. I know, but like what's happening with the land? I said, well, let me ask you something. We do these free webinars to keep our investors updated on what's going on, where they invest. Have you been attending those? And he kind of sheepishly said, well, no. I said, well, then don't ask me about your land because we talk about it. Uh, and we talk about the area where you've invested on these webinars. So that's the first thing. You got to start listening to the webinars. I said, okay, I'll do that. I said, and, and I, here's something I can tell you. He says, yeah, what? I said, last night it rained in the Antelope Valley where your land is. And your land is wet. And you know what, Chris, tomorrow, uh, Rick, tomorrow, your land will be dry. And he laughed and I laughed. I said, yeah, I'm yanking your chain a little bit, but really don't worry. He said, okay, well, about two years later, I get this selfie photo that he emails to me and I call him up. I said, Rick, that's you and your wife. He says, yeah. I said, well, what's that? It looks like a solar farm in the background. He says, yeah, that's across the street from my property. They just finished building it. I now know that they are coming for my land and it's just a matter of time. I just need to relax and be patient and pretty soon they'll be knocking on my door. I said, great, when they do, remember we offer free negotiation coaching to help you maximize your return, which we tell people we want them to be in the three to seven X return, not three to 7%, three to seven times your investment is your expected return and we'll help you negotiate in his case, it would be an energy company like Southern California Edison or PG. Exactly, and we'll help him uh, work with them and ask them questions for for them to kind of scratch their head and go, "Oh, we're not going to rob this guy of his land because the first offer is always lowball."
1: Well, like I said, because it's right there and it's prime prime spot, and they're gonna, you know, the amount of money that they're gonna generate in energy is gonna be a lot more than. Uh, more than uh... In this case, you know what they're going to pay them so yep
2: absolutely and and, and with so- the energy sometimes and it's rare, but occasionally somebody will get a lease so they won't sell to the energy company outright. the energy company will just lease the the land for anywhere from 15 to 25 years. And oh by the way, at the end of that so you're getting cash flow instead of a lump sum. But at the end of the 25 years, you still own the land because they were just <laughs> renting it from you. And it's got all these solar panels. So maybe you become a, a solar, gener- uh, you know, an electricity generator yourself. I don't know if you want to get into that business. That's, you know, requires a whole lot of expertise. But there's there's a couple of exit strategies there. Most people will sell it directly. And most energy companies just want to buy it outright. But we have had investors exit with leases uh, that run for, yeah. you know, Decades.
1: Well, that's fabulous. Like I said, it it gives you options in this case, you know. Yep. And so this way you can you can analyze, and I like the fact that you know you guys go above and beyond and provide some coaching in this case, you know, because a lot of people really don't understand overall. I'm not saying that it's everybody, but but how to negotiate, you know, because that way they can make sure that they are getting most for the return on their investment and not. Perhaps selling too soon or too short on what the initial offer is.
2: Right. Well, think about it. You, you bought this land. Maybe you've never visited it. You've never gone there. By the way, I don't know if I've mentioned this already, but all of the land that we deal with is within a 60 mile radius of downtown Los Angeles. And there's a whole bunch of reasons. Maybe we'll get into them later. Uh, there's uh, 10 growth factors occurring inside that circle that lead us to believe absolutely that this is an area for growth. Um, so you y- you buy the land, but maybe you've never visited it. You have no idea you know, what the ultimate value is and you get contacted and they say, hi, Chris, uh, I'm Joe Schmoe from Southern California, Edison. And you bought an acre of land for 25,000 two years ago. It's located at such and such a place and we're gonna offer you 30,000. And you think, wow, two years, I made five grand, but Brad told me to call him first. So you, you, what you say to them is please send me anything that you have via email. So I have it in writing and I'll get back to you. I'll have my people call your people. I love that line. So you call me and I say, okay, let's, let's generate some questions. So here's what I want you to go back and ask Southern California Edison, Uh, ask the person, first of all, are they the one that is going to negotiate the final contract? And if not, can we get that person on the line so that we don't have to go through them who then they try to interpret what you said and explain it to this other person? And then it's like a game of telephone and it gets distorted. Uh, And if that's not possible, okay, Uh, so I'll I'll deal with you, Joe Schmo. Uh, Let me ask you a few questions. Uh, Why do you want my land? Well, we're building a solar project. Really? Uh, Does it have a name? Yes, it's called Rabbit Brush. And how big is it? It's 1,000 acres. How many megawatts is it going to produce? Oh, you know, five five uh, 5.8 megawatts per year, whatever. Some, and And these are questions that you, as the owner of the land, may not know to ask them. So I give you all these questions. Oh, how much money is that going to generate? They may not tell you all this, but now they're scratching their head going, oh, this Chris guy, he's pretty smart. He sort of knows what's going on. And we're not going to steal it for 30. So on that call, they may immediately jump it to 50,000. Well, you're still, you're not even double yet. So we'll give you more questions. And then this could go on for, it could take weeks or months to negotiate because they're talking to maybe a hundred different people, maybe a thousand different people, each of whom own one acre and they got to buy a thousand acres to make this project work. So it could take a while. So there's some backing, toing and froing, backing and forthing, And we stay with you and help you all along the way until they finally say, All right, Chris, you are one tough negotiator. Uh, you bought it for 25,000. We'll offer you 125,000. So they went from 30 to 125. You're at 5X. You call me and you say, Brad, should I sell? I cannot give financial advice. I will lose my real estate license. So I cannot specifically say, yes, that's a great price. I will say something like, well, Chris, based on what we know about what's selling in that area, that's an excellent price. Or Chris, that sounds like fair market value to me. I haven't said yes. I haven't said no. I haven't really said anything. (laughs) But that's the code words for, yeah, that's a good deal. Now it's your land. You could go for 128, 129. One thirty, you could nibble. That's called a nibble in negotiations. So you could try to get a little bit more, but you might jeopardize the sale, which you don't want to do. And five x is a pretty good return in two or three years on your twenty five thousand dollars. So now you got one hundred and twenty five. Now you could actually go buy a bigger land from us. That would be wonderful. Or you could buy a, a, a put a down payment on a duplex, or you know tenants, toilets, and termites if you want to deal with that. So that's kind of the the way that it goes when it comes to helping people negotiate.
1: Absolutely, I love that. I love all the different services that you're providing in that process. You know, again, making it more attractive to them. Yeah, yep. we we try. <laughs> that, that's why no, I absolutely my, my successful
2: so, career. To, to Brad, work.
1: can you summarize that? Because we got to go to break again. Um, can you summarize what you just talked about in that process in thirty seconds? Like,
2: just really to really bring it together. Uh, get a hold of me via email. <laughs> we'll set you up with the the presentation. You'll watch that. Then you get back to me. We'll answer some more questions. You get to meet Marcella. Then we'll get you the land. And then after you get it, we'll keep you informed and we'll help you negotiate your exit strategy. Wow.
1: Awesome, everybody. I mean, think about this in terms of what you're hearing about land banking, land investment. When you've invested in the stock market, you've invested in maybe a startup, you've invested in crypto, do you have this level of service and this process to kind of mitigate the risk and help you along the way in areas that you, maybe you don't have experience? Probably not. This is, it might be something to look at here, especially when you have a team of people working for you in this case. So again, you're going to learn more about how to get in contact with uh, Brad and his company, and how they can help you here a little bit later. Till then, everybody, we we got to go to break. But when we come right back, we got more to come on what Brad is sharing, and we'll be right back after the break.
0: What is balance? The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com.
2: We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers
0: Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back again. We are
1: talking about invest in land because they're not making any more of it. This is a ideal show. Again, if you're looking at another form of investing, in this case, land, If you're just joining us again. We encourage you to listen to the show in its entirety here later today at the Voice America Influencer Channel, soon to be on the business channel at the end of the month and also on our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017 or Apple Podcasts. Brad, you have shared so much great wisdom and insight to this entire process, really making this easier to comprehend, which, you know, a lot of times in investing, it can be sometimes, you know, viewed upon as complex, but you've made this so easy to really process. Can you talk a little bit more about the process again, like where the money comes from to invest? Maybe perhaps that you don't have to do this alone. You can collaborate Talk about some of those different options, you know, different ways people can get into land banking and investing.
2: Sure. Well, as far let, let's do it in reverse. As far as who you can invest with, you can buy the land yourself. Uh, then the uh, another option is you can invest with up to four non-family members, non-blood related family members like neighbors or your boss or somebody like that. Uh, again, there's pros and cons, by the way, to doing it on your own versus with others. And then the ultimate one is you can invest with up to eight family members. And I believe there's restrictions, uh, you know, uh, uh, father, mother, uh, son, daughter. I don't know if it extends out to aunts and uncles and grandparents and all that. But there's there's a bunch of laws and rules about that. But up, up to eight family members. <clears throat> Obviously, the the pro is you can pool more money. So maybe, you know, grandpa only has 10,000 and Aunt and, and, uh, Vi only has 15,000. So they they get together, there's 25. Well, now you've reached the minimum, but you say, oh, we don't want the minimum. We want something bigger. So you get a couple more. Um, so you can pool the money and buy a bigger parcel. Uh, the downside is the whole family has to agree to sell at the same time because it takes every signature to release that land to the developer. So if the family's got some, uh, let's just say, family dynamics going on that are not conducive to everybody getting along it could make it a little harder to get everybody's agreement so you've got pros and cons to doing it that way so yourself up to 4 non-family and up to 8 family <clears throat> as far as where the money comes from there's a 8 or 9 or 10 different places where you can do that cash is the best you don't want to you don't want to finance i have one potential client who said that he's going to do some cash and some from a HELOC, a home equity line of credit. I said, well, won't you be charged interest? He said, well, I'll be charging myself interest and I'll just pay myself back. I do this all the time on my real estate investing. I said, okay, I don't don't necessarily like the idea, but he's totally comfortable with it. And that's how he does a lot of his investing in real estate. Uh, You can use uh, a 1031 exchange. I don't know if your listeners know, but there's a part of the tax code called 1031 where you can sell a piece of real estate and replace it with another piece of real estate and defer, not avoid. Let's be very clear. You defer the capital gains tax on the increase from the property that you sold into the new property that you're buying at the higher price. So you can defer and you can keep deferring, by the way, ad infinitum and never pay Uncle Sam. Uh, you can pass it down to your kids and they can keep deferring and buying bigger properties. So you can do a 1031 exchange. A lot of my clients use retirement funds, 401k, maybe a dormant 401k. They got let off during the great, uh, the great, whatever they call that last thing, the the great. Oh, uh, the financial crash. Yeah. The crash. <laughs> yeah. That, that, the great recession, the great uh, intercept. I don't know, whatever it was called. Um, but you can, Uh, use your retirement funds. You can use a self-directed IRA or a self-directed Roth uh, to invest. Uh, Again, the regular IRA, it'll be tax-deferred. The Roth, it'll be tax-free. I love buying, my wife and I love buying our land in our Roths because we buy it, it sits there. Actually, the Roth owns the land, technically speaking, from a legal standpoint. Uh, So we never touch the money. And when it sells, all the money goes back into the Roth and it's tax-free. So that's that's paying, you pay tax on the seed, not the bushel. But again, talk to your CPA. You want to make sure you're clear about all that. But a lot of, a lot of people will use retirement funds uh, to buy because it's going to sit for 20 or 30 or in some cases, if you're really young and your retirement is 40 years out, you can't touch that money for a really long time. It might as well be growing. Uh, at a very healthy return rate, uh, and and you're not dealing with tenants, toilets, termites, you're not de- dealing with the daily fluctuations in crypto and and the, the market. Yes, have a diversified portfolio, but obviously be careful in any investment. This is just a diversification strategy. It takes some, I don't want all your money, please, don't give me all, well, yeah, if you want to give me all your money, that's fine, but I would not recommend it. I would say, hey, you want to keep some in cash. You want to keep some over here. You know, put some in, in other real estate investments, but do a little bit of diversification and own land for the longer term.
1: Oh, absolutely, that's so true. And, and like you said, you know, this is a strategy of part of a, your overall wealth strategy. That this is the longer term. So if you're not looking to you know take this money right away and watch, like you said, it, it can you could five x your money in a certain period of time if you leave it in you know it can it can even be more than that or you can take take that and then buy another piece of land or more land and keep repeating that
2: process over and over again just compounding yeah. your money well i have a, a client now can't, can't name the person and i have my fingers crossed i i bought knee pads cuz i'm on my knees praying so much every day <laughs> she was one of my first clients 5 years ago bought land $750,000. That, we call that a whale versus minnows, the 25,000. Those are minnows. This was a whale. This was a very unusual purchase. And she it's been about five years and she is currently negotiating to sell that land for $2 million, which is wow. not quite three times. We wanted her to go for a, around 2.5 million, 2.25, which would have been 3X, but she's a little bit impatient uh, and she's in her 80s. And what she's going to do, Chris, is she's going to 1031 exchange it into a larger piece of property. So we're going to get her like a big mixed use property or something, you know, commercial, uh, something very large. uh, And she's putting it in her granddaughter's name. So she might not even be around to see the sale. But if that two million goes to six million or seven, the daughter is set for life will not have to that work true. assuming that she's careful with the money and invests it. careful Why? with the
1: money. Yeah. Cause sometimes people yeah. that don't know how to, they, they can, that money, believe it or not, they can, they can throw it all away, you know, it's, can it's blow happening. it
2: very quickly. Uh, so, but, but that's her legacy generational wealth building overall strategy is to leave this to her granddaughter and help the granddaughter have a very comfortable life forever. So lots of different ways you can move this around and lots of moving parts.
1: That's great. And like you said, you know, you're not getting, you know, you're not like getting involved in showing them how to do like a financial advisor. Say you can invest in these stocks, these, these, you know, these uh, mutual funds. However, you can still give, you know, provide some insights that like how this can complement that and how they can use those 1031s and then their IRAs and certain things. And, and using it to finance, you know, these purchases.
2: Absolutely. I mean, I, I, I I'll be the first to admit I've got, I've got a series I bonds from the United States government. I've got a real estate acceleration loan. I've got a single family house in, in Pasco, Washington. That's fully paid off. Uh, I've invested in strip malls, land, gas station, Uh, a little bit of crypto, which my wife screamed at me and made me swear that I'll never do that again. So not doing any more crypto. No, no more crypto. We've got stocks. We've got mutual funds. We have a fixed indexed annuity. We have life insurance with living benefits. I mean, we're all over the place, which is what I think a diversified portfolio should look like. So if one goes up, you know, maybe another one went down. But overall, our net worth just keeps going up every quarter because I do a network yeah. on us every quarter, and I I track the numbers.
1: Wow, that's fabulous! And and some of the things, and I love like again what I love about what you've talked about here today is all the resources, not just you know land banking and investing, but like seeing the bigger picture, like seeing what's really important to people, you know what they're trying to accomplish. It's not just like hey, you know, own some land and you might generate some money. It's more than what are they going to do with that money? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. the first thing that that anybody should do is ask themselves, what's my goal? You know, what am I doing this for? What am I going to do with the money uh, that I eventually have? And, you know, for my wife and I, it's travel. I mean, yeah, it's retirement, but it's mostly travel. We, we do six, seven, eight trips a year right now. I would like to do one a month. Can't get the wife quite up to that level yet, but it used to be <laughs> two. I mean, it used to be, well, it started out one and we go on one, one week trip and then it was two. And then we got to four and now it's, you know, getting closer to eight. Uh, and we love to travel and we like to go to nice places and stay in nice places and not look at the price on the menu. When we go out to eat, we go out and say, I want that. Oh, it costs <laughs> that much. Okay. No problem. You know, but, but people need to have that kind of perspective. On their life, not just the data. I, I think, you know, with with TikTok and Instagram and Twitter and everything is now, 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 right away. If you don't get back to me in five seconds, I'm on to the next thing and bright, shiny object syndrome and squirrel. Yeah. Squirtle, yeah. Squirtle. It's like, slow down, folks. Slow down and smell the roses. Enjoy life. You never know when your time is up. Nobody knows. Nobody ever
1: Nobody knows. That is so, so true. Brad, there is so much great information. I love what you've shared here. You've really enlightened Thank us. You. Thank you. With this information, and you know, we're going to encourage everybody uh, to, you know, to get more information about your your organization and uh, and get to know you personally. And with that being said, we're we're towards the end of the show, and I want to let people know for the next little over a minute. You know, how can people find out more about you? How can they reach out to you? What is the best place to get in contact with you?
2: And anything you'd like to provide or share with? with the listeners and those listening later. The simplest and easiest is email. And it's my name, Brad at Bradwarren.com. B R A D W A R R E N. Brad at Brad Warren.com. I return all emails within 24 hours, even when I'm on vacation, I do take my laptop and check it at least once a day. Uh, next vacation is Cancun. We're going there for two weeks in about three, three weeks from now. Uh, So I do check, but Brad at bradwarren.com, just email, make sure you tell me where you heard about me because all of my business is by referral only. And I will not respond to your email if I don't know how you heard about me. So you got to say it was with Chris Salem. It was on the Voice America show. It was uh, invest in land because they're not making any more of it. and, And the day that you heard it, all that will be helpful. And then I'll email back to you and we'll take it from there.
1: Wow. Well, thank you, Brad. We want to thank you personally for taking the time out of your schedule today to be here with us. You've really enlightened us with so much information about land banking and land investing and how it could be a a valuable asset to any wealth portfolio. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Well, thank you, listeners. We want to thank you each and every week joining us here, the Sustainable Success Way. Again, we we are committed to bringing subject matter experts like Brad in each and every week To share their insights and personal experiences to take your business and your influence to the next level again as a reminder again our show is moving to a different channel at the end of the month we are moving to the business channel again from influencers to business and a new time from three to four o'clock east coast time 12 to 1 pacific standard time please take note Again, anything else, nothing else changes. We are still going to be delivering the same format, same quality of subject matter experts as we've done each and every week that we do this for the last over six years now. With that being said, everybody, have a great rest of your week and we'll see you next Thursday. Have a great one.